The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 930 with Brock and Sog. Brought to you by Pizza Hut on Seattle Sports Station. Yeah, Pete, I think when you're done... When you finally one day decide you're done coaching, we're going to send you to the voiceover business. That's you can right. Do I can do job. it. I can do it. Would you like that? Hey, you can have your – yeah. <laughs> I, I can do that. You're in a good mood today. Congratulations. Nice day yesterday. Yeah, we had a good weekend, man. Had a really good weekend. Um, you know, to, to go back out again and do our thing on, you know, the long trips and stuff like that and, and, to, and to come out flying like we did, it was really uh, – Really rewarding for the for the whole crew because everybody contributed to that and and uh, I was really pleased because we got some more coming up. <laughs> That's the main thing is can you get off to a good start in that kind of uh, that that style of game that we played during the season and, and uh, man we started fast on offense or ripping scored first four times and and just really were executing well. Had a couple misfortunes you know the, uh, the un, you know unfortunately we turned a football over and they get a. And they also get a fake on us, you know, and, and so the defense had to get knocked back out there a couple times, which uh, we could have used not <laughs> not being on the field would have helped us out. But um, all in all, it was a really good ball game, and, and we saw a terrific play by the offense. And, and when you get, the, you know, you hear me talking about third downs, man, we're 75%. That's big time, and uh, that puts us way up on top of the league. And it's, it's, a, it's a place we always hope to be, but our execution is working out and the protection is working out, and the receivers are really coming through in great What's fashion. What's the key to that? What's the key? to 75% on third down? I, I, it's all of those elements, but really it, Gino's doing a great job. He's doing a great job of utilizing the, the the plays that are in the plan, whether they're the short yardage runs or the short yardage passes or the you know or, or just hitting them. And, and also we stayed out of the third and longs for the most part, you know, and, and uh, um, so, we, but it goes, he's the one that's got to make it happen. You know, he's got to make the call in the protections. He's got to, you know, he's got to get the reads right. And he's got to deliver the football. And of course, everybody has to come through. I'm looking at third and one, third and one, third and two, third and four, third and five, third and five. Those are all conversions. I mean, that's kind of the magic number, right? Five or less staying in those so manageable situations where you can run it as you did, even on third and 16 where you can run it or third and short yardage situations. I think now you're second in the league, just barely behind the Buffalo Bills in third down percentage, not in one game, but over the first four games of the season, Pete. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's a real tribute to the the hard work. But we got good players, you know, and, and the guys come through, and they they're understanding the plan. And then when it comes time to make those catches, they're making the catches, you know, and and of course, you know, throwing it. But let's not we didn't get sacked yesterday, you know. So that's a big day. Anytime that happens ever, <laughs> and you know, forever, that's a big deal. And and uh, and then to to tag on to it the running game was uh it was a really really big time day does dixon still get paid when he doesn't punt <laughs> how about that how about that yeah he's he's okay he's hold he gets a hold yeah uh, it's a big that's big day holding. Yeah. that's true hey so geno smith looked phenomenal yesterday right i mean nearly a, at least from my perspective almost a perfect game he's been he's a 77 percent passer you referenced everything he's been doing what's the difference? Because we've seen him for years. He's not been this good. What has allowed him to just take off like that this year? Yeah, well, you really haven't seen him for years. You know, we, we saw him last year come off the bench and almost win the Rams game and then almost win whatever it was, Chicago or whatever, whatever the heck those Pittsburgh. games were right there. Pittsburgh, yeah, that's the Pittsburgh game. You know, he was right there in all of those uh but now you see the the product of it's all of the years, it's all of the experiences he's been through. Everything that he's ever done is 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 ben, he's benefiting from now, and his poise and his you know his 
age, you know, and his maturity and all of that. And he's healthy because his body's because he hasn't played much. He's, you know, he's in physically great shape and it's all coming together for him. So, uh, he really knows who he's dealing with. I mean, the chemistry between he and DK is really coming to life. You can really see it. And the, the, the variation of the different throws that they made last week's touchdown pass, uh, the big play he made up the sides, a gorgeous adjustment by both guys. And this, the shots over the middle. I mean, they're, they're coming together. And that's, uh, that's, that's a real tribute to the hard work and all. But that's a real plus for us, and we got to keep going. And he's always had it with Tyler. I mean, there's that, Tyler's just an automatic chemistry guy. How about at the line of scrimmage? I mean, just he and Austin and their communication. You talk about no sacks. It felt like he had such a tremendous beat, as did Shane, on, on their cover zero looks, on their man looks, on their pressure looks. Was third and 16, was that a advantage check versus that look, Pete? Or was that just built in knowing or called knowing you're kind of expecting that, that front and that look? Uh, why don't you figure that out, okay? <laughs> I'll leave it up to you. You can figure it out. Use your imagination and you got it. Uh, but really, really great function, though, right there uh, by a ton of guys. And, and that was the most heated moment in the stadium that it, I thought and, and uh, because they were all fired up about the situation that occurred and all. And uh, it was as loud as you can get, you know, at that moment. And everybody got the, got the adjustments and everybody executed beautifully at that time. It was a perfect play. It was sort of your second chance right at third and 16 and and what penny did was pretty incredible in fact i think we have a little sound of it oh, I like you want to hear a little rabes play, play, play. On, here is uh rashad penny doing what you needed him to do in that moment penny in the backfield and penny gets a handoff and there he goes the 30 the 20 he's gonna score 10 5 touchdown seahawks what a play call by the seahawks sidelines what a play by the blockers up front on a third down and 16, and Penny just explodes through the line, and he is gone for the touchdown, 36 yards. What does he do best, Rashad Penny? Uh, I thought you said Rabes. Rabe. Yeah, what does Rabes do best? <laughs> Rabes calling he his yells touchdown Seahawks. Yeah, touchdown Seahawks is, <laughs> is his moniker. Um, who are you asking about? Penny. Penny. Uh, he has this marvelous ability to just explode on plays, and it looks like nobody else is on the field. You know, he did it last year, and he makes his break, and then there's like there's no other defenders, and he just leaves them. Uh, he did it a, a, a couple times yesterday. He had two other runs, too, when he popped, got knocked out of bounds on one, and, and stumbled on the other. That was a huge play. He, he just he explodes at the line of scrimmage when he sees that, that opening. And sometimes, you know, you look, you see him, and he's, he's looking for his, his space, and he can't quite find it, and the play doesn't go for much. You wonder, well, well you wish he would have hit it harder. But he's looking for that moment, and when you give him that little teeny – you know, crease. He goes like crazy. So that must have been a little bit challenging, I would think, as a coach, as as you get him for the first few years, where he's not the regular starting running back, and he's trying to work himself in those plays you mentioned, where he's sort of looking for the crease, and not much happens. It seems like you really almost have to learn to trust him over time that he's going to pop those plays. That's, and give that's, him the ball uh, that's really the it. case now. That's the case, and I, I, I'm, I'll just tell you that we, we, we didn't understand his style well enough. We should have. We, you, know, you think we, you know, he averaged over five yards of carry his whole career. You know, so we should have known that there were the big plays, but there was other plays that just didn't look like you know much was happening, and so we, we, you know, when we had alternatives, and we had a really we had a bruising alternative, you know, in Chris, and and so there was just. Not enough appreciation, I think, uh, back then, because these plays are in him. And now that we know, and we, it just, you know, he unveiled them himself last last year to us. It's so obvious that we can't wait to get in the ball again. And, and uh, you know, that was an incredible showing. 
you know, I'm listening to you guys. I'm thinking about his seven kickoff return touchdowns in college, yeah. Pete. And yeah. I said to Salk earlier, out of a hundred tailbacks in the NFL right now, I don't know how many of them. It's got to be on one hand that were the kickoff returner in college because his speed, he never slows down. He makes those full speed moves. He's like probing as a kickoff returner. I mean, there's, there's not that many like him that have certainly seven kickoff return touchdowns in college, but it almost feels like that skill set comes to life at running back with him. Yeah. In, in, in his college career, you know, we go back, he had these same kinds of explosive plays, you know, and he ran a ton of powers and you know, ran the ball right up the middle, you know, and, and that was their style of running. And then they would just pop and he'd be gone. And, and, uh, so he wasn't like the most impressive guy play after play after play. It was when you just wait, 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 and the explosions happen. And that's why he had all those huge numbers and great success and all of that. And, they, and it happened on the kickoff team as well. How about your tight ends? It seemed like there was a lot of ways to use three different tight ends yesterday, yeah. and we've seen some of that throughout the year. How happy are you with that group right now? Yeah, I love, really love these guys, and I, I love what they're doing, Shane and, and, and Pat McPherson. They're figuring it out different ways where you can't tell where they're coming from, and each week we can tweak it here and there because they have the ability to do a lot of different uh, things, running the routes and getting free and, and off their blocks and, and off the play actions and stuff. Uh, so that's that's just a really nice part of our game now, and, and it, 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 it's maybe a little frustrating to those guys because nobody can get the ball all the time, you know, but they're sharing the wealth and they're doing a great job and Noah's doing his part in, in a big way and he's going to have some huge plays. Uh, Colby, we continue to see and this just keeps, you know, pounding away at it. So it's a really good, really good position grouping for us. We're going to continue to make that work. How big a pain in the butt is 13 personnel for a defensive staff? Is that three tight ends? Yes, for, the, three for those tight. of us who don't speak 13. One runner and three tight ends. That's where that's the, the 13 comes from. Trying to uh, sound smart. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it is, it's, it, it's limiting. It limits you some because of the edges that you can get on both sides of the line of scrimmage and, and also the, the dual tight ends, you know, together in, in, in their, 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 you know, their, their little pair situation. And then the triple situation when all three of them are together, that's been a really big part of stuff. And we've got to, you know, we'll continue to expand what we're doing there to just, to you know, utilize all of it. It's uh, something we really like. The, the cool thing is all those guys can catch the ball. So we can do anything. We can be an empty if we have to. We can do whatever we want with those guys. So um, it, we, we try to use that to, you know, to hone in on, on what the defense is doing against us. Is that especially valuable for a team like yours that wants to be balanced? Heck yeah, yeah it is because you, you, this is it's a it isn't just a running f- personnel for us. It's a throwing person. We won't explode in, in in this in this personnel, but we make you have to defend the run, and that's you know that's how that works. Tell me about Shane Waldron year two because I felt like Pete these last couple of weeks, some of my favorite plans that I've seen him put together from taking advantage of what the defense is doing. These personnel groups, play action, getting Geno into incredible rhythm, spraying it everywhere. I think eight different guys had catches yesterday. How about Shane Waldron year two and the steps he's taking as a coordinator? Yeah, I'm really glad you're bringing that up. Because just look at him in the last two weeks. Remember what we were saying coming out of week two is that we knew we could go with Gino. We could do it, you know. And, and so what that's that's given him, it's given him the opportunity to really dig into all of the cool stuff that we can do. We don't have any hesitation. We're not we're not reluctant to call any play, any pass, any action. Uh, and and that's that he's really freewheeling now. And and they've got guys to go to. You know, they get we have a whole array of guys we can use. Different running backs, different receivers, different tight ends. And that just makes us really multiple. And Shane's got a great creative mind. And he this this is now t- to the point where we can be the most open we've been in you know the time I can remember. 
So hopefully we can what is his What's his personality? We've not really gotten to know him too particularly well. Is he one that just holds up all day in his office there? Or is he the, I see you hugging him. You were hugging him a lot yesterday, which was super fun. <laughs> what, what, is his personality, what is his personality well, like? He's really smart. He's really witty, uh, creative. Really he's easygoing. Um, he's really, really smart now. I mean, he can hold so much stuff, and it's so easy for him. He has such grace with the way he handles stuff and the communications and the conversation that um, you know that they get to have while the, while the headset's on uh, is really extensive, and, and he and Gino are working together great. Um, you know, he can help Gino, and sometimes Gino can help him, you know, as, as that, that occurs, you know, so... Um, we really don't have any restrictions. We just got to keep on pushing and hopefully keep this offensive line continuing to grow. We had no sacks yesterday again. You know, as, as I said, that's a huge accomplishment for us, and that's due to the to the rhythm and the variations of stuff they can't zero in on. There was a time in the game when I, I mentioned something to him. I said, "It seems like we're giving them some shots at us in the pass rush." You know, like we'd thrown a few extra dropback passes, and we don't want to give them our opportunities to tee off. You know, and, and so that we keep changing and moving. The movement stuff was really good yesterday, and the play actions were really really important to us i say this not as a shot at russell at all but does gino fit what shane's trying to do better just his skills versus russell's skills do they match up maybe a little bit better with shane's offense well take a look go back to um watching jared goff at the rams yeah you know um they're kind of similar and you know they're, they're both the po- yeah they're both pocket guys you know big tall statue you know statuesque type guys throwing the ball with a line of scrimmage and all that different than what what russell represents and they uh seem to throw well with just a little bit of running right with just a little bit of boot and then throw oh, they, they move jared the all the time yeah because he was he was good at it it wasn't the run threat he was just good on the move as is gino you know and, and so and both guys and what they would say about about Jared is he does what you tell him. He'll do exactly what you tell him, and he'll execute the play exactly the way they practice it. And that, there's a lot to be said for that, you know, as opposed to you, you know, when you don't know, you know, when guys you know are creative and, and innovating and stuff during the play. Um, Gino's very similar in that he he is a real system guy. He gets it. He knows what he's supposed to do. He knows the checks. He knows every every bit of it, which gives him great confidence. And when the calls come in, he knows what's supposed to happen. And and if we come off the line right and we give him a chance to throw it he's pretty he's pretty darn accurate now and he's off to a fantastic start in that regard and, and uh, hopefully we just keep moving blacksmith versus artist i mean yeah. that's what all comes down to blacksmith versus artist hey pete uh, talk to me about the tape defensively you get on the plane you enjoy a great win i know you you put that tape on right away and study what you're looking at defensively what jumped out it's explosive plays. You know, we, we, we're giving up too many plays. I had 11 explosives on defense yesterday. Uh, and and there's, you know, there's a couple plays. I know everybody says, oh, it's the tackling. Well, we missed five tackles yesterday. It wasn't, it wasn't tackling in general. It was tackling on a couple particular plays that was, was really poor, particularly the 80-yarder and the 50-yarder. We missed you know, multiple tackles on those plays. Well, that, that's something we have to improve on. And that's recognizing the tackling situation that guys are in. They're different tackles, you know. Sometimes you get to go knock the hell out of the guy, and then other times you got to get under control and do whatever you got to do to get him down. And and there's a big difference in that. And and we're we're kind of crazed and trying to go make a play, and we're running and we're we're, we're throwing our body around, but not not. Uh, the way you need to for the, the particular situation. So we got situation tackling is really important. Situation containment is really important. Our young guys sometimes we get a little bit out of whack and the ball gets around us, and and, and we're exposed to big plays. And I think it was something like uh, eleven explosives, and there's seven out of the eight times in explosive drives they scored they scored points. You know, and so it's a really big deal to to 
limit those. We were okay on third down. We really we paid the run well except for the two runs that we got out. Okay, we can't let two runs get out, but we we did what we needed to do in the rest of it. So that it's just continuing to zero in and making sure that we're making the right choices at the right time and the right plays at the right time. And then we're you know, we're doing everything you can do to account for what's happening in the explosive plays. You know, who's whose numbers are involved and you know is it this or is it that we've had way more penalties than we need that have also added they become a, a, a 10 10 yard or 15 yard penalty is an explosive play in the drive and so that adds to it it really makes it hard to stop people when you're doing that so um you know we that's what we're zeroing in on when we're going to keep battling when, and our guys are going to get it how do you quantify explosives i know everybody does that at times a little differently you what's in your book uh, there, there was a there was a gentleman years ago when I when I was at the Vikings. His name was Michael Ayers, and uh, we interviewed him. He, he uh, was from Mankato. He was offensive coordinator at Mankato State, and he came to us. Somebody had recommended him, and and I remember Jerry Burns said to Mark Tressman and I to interview the guy, and talk to him about whatever he had. He had some science scientific stuff for us, you know, research and all that, analytics with, that we didn't understand at the time. And anyway, so we like we we fell for this guy. He had so much information. We hired him, and uh, he he was the guy that's established somehow statistically that a 16 play 16 yard pass on a drive and a 12 yard run on a drive uh, it, it affected the drive in a way that it better their chances of scoring. So the league pretty much has adopted 16-yard passes and 12-yard runs because Mike Ayers, well, his son, Brian Ayers, works with us right now and does an incredible job for us in analytics and all the stuff he does, everything the thing that he does. But that's that's where that comes from. And uh, it's a statistical reference is what it is. And you have a significantly more, a better chance to score. Was that like in the really 50s? When about. was that? 60s? I don't think we have to go there. That's not fair. (laughs) I would imagine your uh, chances of scoring are pretty good when your cornerback picks the ball off, moving at the speed that Terry Bowen was (laughs) Wasn't that a great play? Morris said it was 21 and a half miles an hour. He hit on the run back. 21.8? 21.8. Okay, so so it was still, it was a great play, and I'm sure sure Rage made a great call on that one. uh, But... That's a really interesting thing because we run similar plays to that when play actions with guys coming across the field, and he's been chasing. He's made plays on in practice that I'm not not used to seeing. I made this comment months ago when we were in camp. That, Shoot, I never seen anybody do that. Make a play on the other sidelines across him and knock the ball out of bounds. You know, and in this case, he had a tight end. And he just overran him. He just caught up with him and took the ball and scored. You know, it was a fantastic play. So he's 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 making a difference. It struck me that he took the ball away rather than the ball came to him, right? And over the he last few years, we, we've seen yeah. some interceptions, et cetera, where the guy's standing there and the quarterback throws it to him. He took it away. No, that's a no, that's a he stole one right there. Yeah, that's exactly right. In four games, he's had three enormous plays. You know, so he's he's doing he's doing some stuff. Well, you said we've got to get rid of the other plays too. There's some plays we've got to get rid of, but we'll take the big ones. You said to us last week. You said on our show yeah. last week. You said because he got. I think Zachariah said running over out, and you're like, I was really surprised he didn't bat it down because all through camp, right. He's been exactly picking right. it off, and and now they come back. It was a tight end. But it was still so. If you do, you want to give us a play that's going to happen next Sunday. You were Harvard Drew this time. You got something for next Sunday. No, nah, let's not get too cocky here. We go get a game here. How um, were you doing anything schematically differently yesterday defensively? Um, we we did do some stuff. Yeah, we, there's a few things. Yeah, substitution wise and stuff like that. We're going to continue to to move through that um, uh, to keep changing the looks and things like that. So um, yeah, but we did do something a little bit different. I heard you uh, showed the team some Mariner walk-offs. Oh yeah, man. we we always we we 
we keep track of what's going on around the area now. We we always do. So that's nothing new that we did. But uh, we're always looking for the Mariners to you know to when they're highlights. We've shown stuff all all season. Back to back walk offs. Well, yeah, the, well, yeah to, to to put it to one game, you know, the Magic number one. That was a huge game that night. Nine home runs in a game and all that. So we showed the highlights of that one. And then they come right back the next night and do it again. You know, so we're, we're going crazy with them. So we watching that. Um, it was on in the hallway. Yeah, it was out there. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, first time in 21 years. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, no kidding. They do a, they're doing a great job, and they're as hot as anybody in baseball right now, so it's pretty exciting. Is Tater distracted? Is that what's going on? Is Tater and Carl Tater is definitely a tough day on the challenges? Oh, no, well, no, 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 no. That, those are... Those were competitive moments. I mean, you guys, don't, I don't care about the freaking timeouts when I'm battling like that. I know. I know. I don't. It, You're well aware that you don't the, care about. You the never timeouts. know. The, the the magnitude the magnitude of that the one we we did on the on the fake punt. I know I'm gonna get killed for this, but I don't care. The, uh, the, uh, the magnitude of that play. If, if maybe there was something, they they show no replays. That it had nothing to do with Tater. He didn't get a chance. They, they they did not show a replay of it that we could see. So uh, you know, I just had to say I guessed. You know, and I just said screw it. And I didn't care. <laughs> now the other one, the other one, it's two oh eight or whatever it was. Yes. You know, left. I got one shot. I'm gonna throw. What the hell? You know, so I just chucked it again. I'm not really worried about that percentage. You know, I'm if, aware. if the percentage was really good, then I would like think it's a big thing. But since it's, <laughs> <laughs> I look at it entirely differently. But the way, the way it's going, I'm off to a kind of crappy start here. So zero and three. Okay, I don't yeah. know who's that stat scientist whose son works for you. They think we'll, 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 I'm right. not listening to him. It's not his fault. <laughs> those are total. Those are total Pete seat of the pants shots right there, just for fun, kind of. I, I, I know. I just kind of do it just to battle. You know what the heck? Slow the game down a little All bit. Right. It did slow the game. Certainly, the first one did. It slowed the game down off of what could have been a big momentum play for them. Yeah, right? that that was that was a yeah. It was a. It's like a turnover, you know, right there, and and, and so uh, it worth the shot. The guy, you know, I'm not going to get anything out of it, but the guy. There's plays. no such thing, right? Yeah, yeah you can't have yeah. it. Anything goes there, so I guess anything goes on the offense too. But it was a, it was a great execution by them. Coach, congratulations! You're two and two. Uh, your team moves forward, and we'll talk next week. Yeah, let's get in first place tonight. That would be pretty fun. That's okay. certainly a possibility. We'll there talk. We'll do this next week. We'll be back tomorrow morning at six a.m. Brock, until then, the hay is in the barn. Thanks, baby. See you, everybody. Get to the chopper!